A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Welcome to Savvy Business, Life Unscripted, with your host, Christina Rivera, where our guests share their wisdom and valuable business tips, empowering our audience to expand their personal potential. All right, take two. Sam George, welcome to Unleash Your Story. I was just uh, having you chat here. We hadn't pressed the go button, but I'm so grateful to have you here today talking about your latest book, I'll Get Back to You, The Discommunication Crisis, and it is a super crisis. A good portion of our audience are business owners, but it's not just affecting business owners. It's affecting everyone, and you wrote this wonderful book. Share, what, what prompted you to write your book? Well, I was interested. I was working on a, a basically a broader book about about the nature of fear, and and uh, I I believe, and I still believe, and I found out the reason why I'm writing this book that that our conceptions of fear that it's the you know this ancient fight or flight stuff, all that the monkey mind that that's not true. That that's not what fear is about. And and and, and this came up as something. Uh, an issue that I had been dealt with, dealt with for a long time. And it was crazy. I would, I would, people didn't return my messages. And then uh, shortly within, I don't know, within 24 hours, I was, uh, I, I was sure that uh, something was wrong, that it had to do, be wrong with me. I jumped to the worst case scenario, like the worst possible thing that they might not return the message for. I catastrophize about it. And then it formed in loop. I couldn't get it out of my head. And this has been happening to me for years. So, so I did talk to a therapist about it. And, 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 and the therapist says, this is a common experience. I said, what is it? I don't know. You're the first person who's ever said it. It's a common experience, but you're the first person that ever brought it to my attention. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, and this is probably the first time a lot of you have ever heard anybody openly discuss about this component that we all do. And, 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 and it's quite it's quite interesting. We all do it. And 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 so 
you know, this it, 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 it's it, it's crazy, and, and so you know, you, you can't handle. You're not okay if someone has not returned your call. You have anxiety and agitation. Uh, very quickly, you uh, you assume that something's wrong, and uh, that you know that that somehow you're the center of the story, and you create a, kit, a worst case scenario to explain. Well, Sam, it's funny because I think about it like this. If we're having a conversation like this, I would never just get up, go to the bathroom and come back and not even say something while you're in mid-sentence. That would be so rude. But when we do emails, it's kind of like that. You're sending an email and then coming back later to see if they got back to you. We're constantly disconnecting from each other and then sending another message. And again, like your mind just makes up, fill in the loops and come up with crazy stories. Um, well, you're coming, your mind's thinking about crazy stories. Okay, so here's the thing. Uh, what what what's at the heart of this, and 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 it existed prior to it. But you see, we never had. Yeah, sure, there are unreturned calls, but these are conversations. Okay, these are conversations, and unreturned calls and un an invitation to a conversation. Right? This is a conversation. We, you know, for the since the beginning of time, humanity has human beings have spoke with direct feedback. That is, in face to face, real time, back and forth. Um, and then unless, you know, by phones, then eventually. Uh, so by face or by phone, this is how it's always been immediate contact for conversations. I mean, there are symbolic communications. There are smoke signals and Morse code and stuff. But that's not a comment for conversational purposes. Right. Mm -hmm. So uh, we, this is like this is truly historic in many ways. The switch uh, uh, from a system. OK, so with emails and texts, what's different? is that with phone and in-person direct communication, actually the definition of communication mm -hmm. implies immediate feedback, immediate feedback, because how would we even begin to have this conversation? How would you do this show through text or through emails? It'd be, it'd be impossible, it'd be absurd, okay? And uh, so, so we, we, you know, it, it's patently obvious that this is not the same thing but what, what, but emails and texts have become the predominant form of business communication and communication period. And, and we rely heavily on it. And so much that what happens is that the other parts are being excluded, less and less uh, conference calls, less and less uh, meetings, less and less face-to-face um, -face contact. And, um, and, and, and so the consequences are very real. Let's so, talk about that. Share, share what you found through your research, uh, the consequences, some of the consequences that have come about through mostly communicating through text and DM. Because a lot of my friends say, hey, just DM me. It's quicker. It's easier. Well, there's, there's, it, it has created a culture of anxiety. I mean, you don't know where you stand. In other words, this conversation, you know, I, I, I compare an email, okay, a, a conversation like this conversation, well, okay, here's what happens. Um, you and I will be able to, to present information to each other. Mm -hmm. There will be feedback at the end of this conversation. There will be total knowledge. Anything that need, you know needs to be clarified, everything is there. You don't walk away. And you feel good about that. You always talk about a good conversation. You know, very rarely do you have a bad conversation. Uh, you know, so, so why are good conversations good? Well, they validate you. You're full, you feel fully like someone's fully listening to you. That feels good. Mm -hmm. No, it's not emails and texts. It's, it's, it's a joke. I mean, like that, there's no way. 
on a scale of percentage of, of say 100 percent like high the, the goal of communication is understanding mm -hmm. and if you compare this okay let's say we reach a level of 87 percent understanding here mm -hmm. well with the email you're lucky to get to 12. <laughs> yeah i mean like if you if you were if the standard is to 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 deal with the full complexity of what we're talking about mm -hmm. and so it's patently obvious you know, emails and texts started out something on the side with your friends. You know, it was a recreational thing. Mm -hmm. But now they're the backbone of business and it's killing business. It's killing it's killing relationships. Mm -hmm. You have to begin with the premise that email interferes with communication as much as it facilitates it. Mm -hmm. Now, there are obviously it facilitates communication in other ways. You know, nothing is you know, yin and yang. But we have to acknowledge that a system in which you do not have immediate feedback, where no one is really sure where they stand, where people are waiting and having psychological all kinds of uh, anxieties and phantasms, mm -hmm. that, that the system is broken. And, and so um, in my book, I show at a personal level how in both a, a worker or a teacher or a mother or in relationships, how you can um, develop a system in which you can uh, get your conversation, you know, have your mail emails read, uh, fully understood and promptly responded. And that, that will, that will quickly, that promptly responded is important because then you start taking a step to a step closer. So there's two things after you read my book, You'll, you'll have the tools to get as close as possible to, to achieving mm -hmm. um, the level of, of, uh, of clarity of, mm -hmm. of, uh, of direct communication. But there's no way that you can, you can emulate the depth, obviously. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. you know, but, there, go. Mm -hmm. Go, no. So, 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 you know, that's, that's the first thing. And in terms of business, there are a number of books out here. A brother book came out recently, a big book, but Roll Without Email by Cal Newport uh, came out, another book. Um, and he's, he's a, a bit expert in this thing. It, it, it's a disaster for, for business. And there's a lot of data that shows that, um, you know, it, it uh, I mean, if you think about it, if you're using something that is scores about 8% mm -hmm. to 82%, yeah. That's what you, that's, you know, that's, that's running your business. 8%, 8% effective communication <laughs> form is, is running your business. Tell me if you've seen this, Sam, through your personal experiences. I find that some of my best clients came from when I built that relationship. And by build it, I don't mean we did emails. I mean, we had phone calls, we met in person, if, if possible, not in all cases, but it, it was this real connection whether so in some cases if they're far away it's a zoom meeting maybe or uh, several phone calls but it's definitely not just email um how do you think people can start to facilitate i mean first get the book but before that um what is like some of the way that people hold oh on yeah. yeah well the, the the first thing is to get the book and yeah. the second thing is to pick up your phone and use it okay that's the second one okay <laughs> I, I mean you know i mean that's just the you know the, well i can show you how to get your emails and stuff returned and, and, and a better communication but you can't yeah. you have to understand that still we're dealing with something that is in structurally incapable of emulating a conversation in real time 
Yeah. And so, I mean, you can't, it's like apples, it's unfair. It's not even a contest, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, so we somehow have got to believe that this is the same thing. And it's not. It's, it's, it's it, you know, it's, it's a problem. Email is a problem to communication. It interferes with communication because there's no direct feedback loop. And uh, so, that, so that essentially we have to start out with the premise that, that we have to understand that, well, email may help a business by facilitating communication. Mm-hmm. It also creates, uh, uh, it also interferes with the communication uh, of the business and the quality of the business. And, uh, um, you know, uh, it, it, uh, there, uh, there, there's no evidence, for example, I mean, I don't know where anybody you know, that somehow email has caused businesses to make more money or be more efficient or more effective. And all the evidence is against that. Um, it's kind of hard. I mean, how do we do that? You know, we can't match terms, but but it's a, it, it's a, all I can say is that we, we all know if you just, it just starts out very simple. If you believe that a conversation is a much higher, higher, higher quality of interaction Okay, and that you have a much higher level of understanding and comprehension. Then ask yourself why you're running your business with something like that. That's 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 a, a shell of, of, of that form. You know uh, what I'm thinking, Sam? Tell me if you've seen this. Do you think it's hiding? I'm thinking maybe some people have liked so much email because they can kind of feel safer if they just send an email than really connecting with someone. Maybe it makes you feel safer or not putting yourself out there as much. What do you think? I think all of that's true. I do. I do. But I, but I think that the thing is, it's a process now. Mm. Um, it really has become a part of the process. I think we're so imbued in it that we don't even see it. And as a matter of fact, if I hadn't read, this was not my, I was writing about the psychological reasons of why we had these problems over these unreturned messages. And I stumbled into what's happened is a great revolution in communication is that it's bigger than the printing press for the first time human beings the dominant form of of communication doesn't have a feedback loop okay <laughs> yeah i mean like you know like you the, yourself. A, yeah 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 so so you know of course this is a disaster mm-hmm. and, and 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 so you know i i think that we have to um we have to understand that there's two steps we have to improve email but we have to put it in perspective Mm-hmm. Um, we have to understand that direct forms of communication are still very important, yeah. uh, such as face-to-face meetings mm-hmm. and telephone calls, that they're not stepchilds. You know, now we're doing everything we can to have less meetings, so we'll have less calls. And, yeah. and part of it's because of, you know, they don't, but, but the main thing is it's just that we're, we just got used to the system. Yes. So yeah. the most important thing to do is to put, start trying to put in your mind to put this in perspective, to try and um, there are a number of ways to do that. You can solve that. But in terms of, okay, on your email here, I have a whole complete plan. Now I do digital. I have a digital marketing firm. I know all the secrets of that trade trillion dollars, you know, that we basically try and get you to open emails and get money from you. We're, we're experts at this. Okay. This is what we do for a living. And we're quite good at it. So I took the secrets of some of the, 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 the technology, the, the techniques from that, and, and, and then translated it to everyday life. And some of it's just common sense. So I'll give you some, some just five tips, okay, out of, of dozens. And you, know, you have to really look at the integrated strategy. 
Well, the first thing is you have to get them um, uh, uh, to, you know, in, in designing your, your email, how many times have you struggled to try and figure out what the person is saying in the email? Mm -hmm. Like is what, or is, what, what, what's the point or what are you getting at? Or what do you want from me? Or what's the response? I mean, you know, you, you know, this is a big problem. So there's a simple way of doing that. You make your email short and whatever your email is about, you will reformulate it and always ask a question. Always ask a question. Immediately, they can gravitate to the question. There's no time to, you know, that, that brings the person in. And of course, a question deserves a response. Um, you know, the second thing is, uh, so make it, make it tight. Always ask a question. The second thing is, uh, and you've got to get them to open it. In other words, that this is where, um, and this is a secret. I mean, all that, all that, uh, digital marketing talks about is subject lines. There's millions of books that, you know, I mean, does studies the best subject lines and stuff, you know, like, like you can get a high open because if you, if they don't open your email, they're not going to read your email. It's pretty simple. So they have no other information other than the subject line to guide them. Yeah. You know, they don't know what's inside the email. So things like, uh Oh, your prescription is overdue or, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, things like that, or even simpler things like, thank you. I mean, this is strange. There's a whole like science of stuff mm -hmm. that, that occurs. But the idea here is you want to invoke curiosity. You want to take this person to say, huh, I'm curious. I'm going to open this email. Okay. So with your friends, it's the same thing. You know, if they, the worst thing you can do in most cases is to put the subject of the subject of the email in the email. That's the worst thing you can do. It's so predictable. What will happen is the person, when they see it, will not read it right away. They'll log it. And that's when many emails get lost is that uh, you will just forget. That's the number one reason emails is not returned is that people log them. They intend to get back. And sometimes you do remember like two days later, yeah. but the person on the other side is still catastrophizing. You know, <laughs> they, 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 they haven't waited to go off into their, uh, you know, so, so, but then the next step, so you, so you have to anything. I mean, like uh, mm -hmm. if you, if you don't want to give it a lot of time, think of the first word that comes to your mind, blue, put mm -hmm. blue. Um, uh, whatever, uh, clouds, it just, whatever, you know, I, I just, gonna, I'm just, just giving you a simple thing. to get them to go like, yeah, what? whatever the word you come yeah. just, whatever the first word comes in your mind, just put that one word in there, put nothing else and they'll open it. Okay. <laughs> I, mean, that's I didn't it. know what this has to do with this, but okay. Yeah. Well, now they, they know you, I mean, we're talking about, right. We're the three existing relationships, right? Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. Well, even if they don't, even if they don't, you know, they're going to open it. You know, they're going to, you're curious. If I see, oh, meeting, oh, I know what the meeting uh, goes over yeah. there, right? Yeah. So the, the last thing, ironically, the worst thing you can do is put the what's an email is about in the subject line. You know, obviously, there's some cases where you have to do it, you know, yeah. but, but generally speaking, it's the worst thing you can do. And the best thing you do, and, and the more creative you are, the better. But but honestly, you need a pattern interrupt. So any kind of word you can think of in your head, you could be about glue or whatever, uh, fireworks. I mean, just yeah. anything in that will, will, will get them uh, to, to open the email. And the next step is, well, how will they read them? And here we come. This is right out of Dale Carnegie. He's been a long since the beginning of, you know, uh, uh, use their first name a lot. You all 
you know, many times in text and emails, they don't even say, dear Sam, you know, it's just kind of presumed. (laughs) Okay, so you start with dear Sam, and then you mention Sam at least a couple other times, once in the body, maybe once at the end, you mentioned the person's name at least three times. Okay, Mm. and remember, it's a short email. Mm -hmm. That will make them read your email. They will keep them glued to the email. And then once you do that, they'll, they'll have read and then they'll promptly respond. Okay. If they've read, they understood, boom, they'll respond. So, so the last step is if they haven't respond for God's sakes, within 24 hours, follow up. So many people are afraid that, you know, that, that, that it's awkward to follow up and here they are banging their heads and over psychological. Yeah. I mean, like you're, you're all upset about an email that hasn't been returned. We'll just send them another email. Okay, but when you do so, I will tell you, though, I've done polling on this. Seventy five percent welcome the reminder. The other twenty five percent don't really care either way. Um, You know, nobody in the poll said, oh, we get really mad. But we'll we'll make them mad if you say, did you get my email or you you forward the email to them and you put them on the spot. You know, so you don't want to do that. You don't want to make them defensive. Your follow up is very simple. You just send the exact same email and put a new subject line as if you hadn't even sent. Don't reference back the previous email. It doesn't need to be done. Very simple. Edit, copy, paste, boom, new subject line. New new word that comes to your mind. Space. <laughs> Dog. <laughs> and, and so those five things alone will, I can, they, it'll be a sea change in terms of your communication with other people. But those little things are very important. Because what they have to do with is what the problems are, and, you know, today that people are so busy and they're so inundated that they have to scan their emails, that they miss emails, that they log emails. This is what's going on. Only 10% of these unreturned messages are kind of deliberate, intentional type thing yeah. because they still want to deal with it. But, but 90% of them are, they lost the email or forgot it. So, yeah. so reminding them, Again, within 24 hours. Uh-huh. If, uh, the book also has some, uh, some things for uh, if you have, uh, you know, like if there are things you can do. So, for example, if you're waiting for a message or if you're upset or something mm-hmm. like that, there's a, there's a section about, you know, breathing techniques and relaxation mm-hmm. responses. With breathing techniques, I, I, you know, it's like yoga, but, but it's yeah. short. Three or four minutes, of, two minutes of, a, you know, like these are, yeah. these are like official, you know, boom, will knock you out of that anxiety. Yeah. And then you can kind of distract yourself and go on with your life. So, so those are the things, I mean, you know, but the yeah. bottom line here is that we have to understand that the book will help you with emails and text, but it can't, it cannot, no, nothing can change the fact that these forms of communication are fractional yeah, to the level of uh, uh, to the level of 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 understanding, right? Mm-hmm. Understanding is the goal of communication. Yeah, they, direct feedback is essential to that. Yeah, I mean, you know, yeah. and by the fact that you cannot emulate that mm-hmm. a, a t- through a text or email, a communi- you can't emulate a conversation mm-hmm. that that shows you that how. how I mean, again, we're dealing yeah. with a. With a, with a with something that has a understandability score of eight uh, yeah. percent against something that has an under we, we, we're throwing out the window is something that has an understanding 
uh, rate of 82%. Yeah, <laughs> this has been so informative. I don't want us to leave, though, without you letting everyone know where they can get their very own copy of Discommunication. I'll get back to you, Discommunication. How do they do that? Just go to my website. It's www.discommunication, D-Y-S, like dysfunctional, www.dyscommunication.com. That's right. I have it right here in the bottom of the email. If you're not uh, watching but listening in, dyscommunication.com. Get your copy today. It'll help you do those great emails so you get a response back not only in your business but with your friends. Don't have any of those miscommunications with your boyfriend, your mother, none of that, all of that going away. I just have to thank you again, Sam George, for coming to Unleash Your Story. Okay, bye. Like, subscribe, and share this episode. To listen to more savvy episodes and savvy biz tips, go to www.lifeunscriptedradio.com. To find out about our paid sponsorship opportunities or how to become a guest, email Christina at lifeunscriptedradio.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hi, this is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win, and support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ, the official ETF of the NCAA. The future isn't scary, not realizing its potential, however, could be. Just like on the recruiting trail, I've seen potential come in many forms as a coach. Learn more at Invesco.com slash QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc., Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan, crusted chicken, or garlic, butter, shrimp, scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.